Hello, and welcome to the Local Ladies Call to Action. I'm Bethany Baldus, and this is Kaya Reed. Hello, I'm with Teton Therapy, and what a great opportunity for this Local Ladies Call to Action. So kind of um, what the... what Kay and I are doing is giving people the opportunity to kind of learn about different um, nonprofits in the community and how they can help. Right. We always can name a handful of nonprofits that we are close to, but you know, besides the money, I mean, every nonprofit needs money. What can, what can we as community leaders and community volunteers do to help out those nonprofits? So today our guest was Matt Wright with the skate park and enjoy the show. Hello, Riverton and Fremont County. This is Bethany Baldus and Kaya Reed. Hello. Today is our local ladies call to action. Yes. And our guest today is Matt Wright, who is the activist behind the Central Wyoming Skateboard Association. How are you doing today, Matt? Just fine. Thanks for having me in. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I mean, it was just an idea that we came up with this week, and here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah, I didn't have to go far. Just across the street. Yep. CWC. So uh, I feel like we all kind of see the skate park every day, but I kind of am interested to hear the story because this is a long history behind um, what we have now in City Park, and you came in a little bit later into the game, so just kind of where, where our skate park started. And Well, I wasn't here when it started. I came about like three years after it was mm-hmm. built. Um, moved here. I grew up in Salt Lake. Moved here when I was what 18 19 and um that was the that was my spot that skate park it was um mostly if i have my history right i'd say the three main people behind oh, i'm gonna get in trouble if i say this there were so <laughs> many people behind that old park but the apodaca boys and right their parents were huge um mike martin was a big big part of it donated a lot and um and then uh i know a city council person who was who was Mainly behind it was uh, the Beebouts. Oh, yeah. Father, Linda's uh, husband. Um, and who else? Anyway, they it was it was the old public pool, mm-hmm. which went under, and that was a big disappointment uh, for the community. And and the skaters were like, hey, can we use this spot? And, uh, oh, Lloyd Bynan. Lloyd was a big part of that, too, um, getting that park together. Uh, but... And everything yeah, so was pretty much volunteer and donated, right? Totally. Like from that original park. Totally. Yeah, just all hands on deck. Let's make some ramps. And I, um, I believe the Smith boys kind of put together a blueprint of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so yeah, it it and it was it was wooden. It was um, deteriorating every year, and uh, it just was a labor of love among the skaters and it, uh, community pride. Right. You know. It's right. cool, uh, and so that was that was my home away from home, and uh, some of the best friends I still have to this day. You'd meet there, and mm-hmm. skaters who skate together kind of stay together. <laughs> it's a good spot. So, yeah, um, and then it. Uh, I was spoiled from the past in Salt Lake. I'm just a spoiled skater with all these nice concrete parks <laughs> where I grew up, and um, I'd say uh, Tyler Apodaca, who is now deceased. He got cancer not long after we started planning to build 
a new concrete park. Mm -hmm. And like the ones he was going to Salt Lake, he'd live there and go back and forth from Riverton to Salt Lake. And so we'd talk about these parks all the time. And um, he was like a local celebrity to all the kids. And he was just a good man uh, and had a couple kids and he, he knew how to work and he, he impressed me and a lot of people. And I took off to Ohio for a couple of years um, and came back and he passed away. And um, I, I don't know, I started making this this video that oh this I haven't thought about this for a while but I made this black and white video of the of that skate park and how much I loved it and it was sort of a video for me just to remember the place because I could see it falling apart and um, I made that video and some kids who were there um, said I don't know what you're trying to doing trying to do here but I want to help and that was like I don't know that was really motivating to me realizing that like if we wanted to fundraise for this there'd be some kids who would be down to do this and I just tabled that thought didn't do anything for like probably four or five years mm -hmm. and then I met uh, Chris McNeil and he just knew how to do all these things he just knew how to organize people and knew uh, he worked for the, the state he got around a lot and knew local politics and just how to get things done right and and he was he hired me to go on these snowmobiling trips with him because he was the off-road uh, vehicle safety coordinator for the state. And great, amazing guy. And he started taking me to the skate park because he wanted pictures of me riding with pads and helmets and trying to oh sure yep. trying to get that across to people. And he's, he saw the condition of that park, and he's like, why don't we start? What, what do you think? Do you think, you know, and at the same time, the city was putting out these advertisements about um, wanting to start a uh, movement in City Park to try to help. And, you know, what can the community do? And it was just, it fell right in line with that mission. And so we just started fundraising and got some money. <laughs> it was cool. I guess the it's one of those really things, like, it. you don't always remember, because, I mean, I would have been here that whole time, but you don't always remember, like, the history of how things happen, you know? And, like, when you're watching from the outside, um, I guess I didn't realize like your part had been so far so long involved. Like I thought you guys you just moved here and it was like all right let's do this thing. So oh, yeah. no no and and it was probably 2012 when mm -hmm. we started fundraising and grouping up and we rallied the kids and they were coming to all these meetings and it was just an awesome time. I mean it started. I mean our one of the first donations was a five thousand dollar check from just an old skater who had an oil company, mm. Andrew Doerr. And, you know, shout out to him because that, that just makes you believe when somebody so early on is like, here you go, like right. 5000 bucks. That's huge at the time. Right. Know? Well, and it's fascinating to think about all the lessons that you taught the kids that were watching, that you guys got to be such amazing mentors, like not only in skating and being able to – teach them to wear their helmets and pads and stuff, but then to actually be mentors and show them you can do anything you want if you just go out and work for it. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Yeah, it was like a, it was a snowball like machine that couldn't be stopped. <laughs> it was, it was, and once you start getting the kids excited, it's like, well, how can, how can you ever You can't quit? stop. <laughs> every single obstacle is like, well, there's got to be a way around that. So. <laughs> And then um, the way this you guys designed the skate park, and it has some pretty big names for the way it was designed, correct? Yeah. So, uh, wait, 
What's your question? Sorry. No, like, <laughs> like the way that, like, the design, the blueprints and stuff yeah. came from, like, a pretty big organization. Yeah, we hired, uh, at first we hired a, um, a company called American Ramp Company, actually, to come in uh, and help us with the design and brainstorm with the kids on, like, what features they would want. And then we, st- like, so we had all these, you know, we want a, a volcano-looking thing. We want a rail. We want this and, and that. And an open bowl was really important to the mayor, just for whatever reason. He had his reasons. Um, open bowl meaning, like, there's uh, not, it's not totally closed in. There's, like, an opening where you can go from one side of the park to the other. Sure. Okay. Uh, but anyway, that's, we just sort of took all these features the kids wanted and tried to incorporate it into one thing with the you know necessary flow and it the the preliminary design was pretty close to what we ended up getting in the end but we got a different company who gave us a really good um like way a bid like almost a hundred thousand dollars under what other companies were bidding wow so that was dreamland out of lincoln city oregon and i mean they're kind of like mark scott the owner of that company is sort of the godfather of skate parks as we know them he built Totally DIY, do it yourself with concrete bags. He built it under a bridge in Portland, Oregon, mm. and it's still there. It's called wow. Burnside, a very famous skate park, and he was the foreman on our our project in Riverton. So it's kind of cool. cool. Very oh, big history there. I think it's so cool to like. I don't know anything about the flow of a skate park. Like it just looks cool. It's yeah. <laughs> whatever for me, but um, just to know that it was done at a professional level and it wasn't just like you guys were throwing stuff on a. I mean, yeah. it's not that cement is something you can just throw around, but <laughs> no, it's um, it's it's nice, especially. Well, first of all, it's totally different than the last skate park that oh, was right. here, and to be honest, like I had to learn to pretty much skate all over again. Mm. Like it felt like a whole new thing. It was so different, right? Um, and uh, it turned off a lot of the adult skaters mm. um, that were here that. I mean, we were all, like, rooting for this thing that was supposed to be this huge dream come true. And with this happens in any town. You get a new skate park. You got to, like, it's just not not familiar to you. And right. It's, and so some were disappointed. Some didn't come out. And that was kind of, well, it was pretty heartbreaking for me, actually. Um, it was like a double-edged sword of, like, this happened. It was so awesome. And there's all these new kids coming out of the woodworks. But the guys that I used to skate with, they're not coming around as much, and and they're it just didn't turn out the way they had it in their mind or whatever. And although I do have to say, as an adult, falling kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so I so mean, I guess that right. that's yeah. They just don't want to fall. Like it kind of gets to this point yeah. of like, eh. well, sure. And you know, I'm I feel fortunate and privileged and grateful that I have a job where I can skate, and I've had some injuries, mm-hmm. and I know. You know, I have insurance. And, right, right, and right, right, right. There's a lot of people who don't, and a lot of people who, um, if they get hurt, you know, they can't go out on the rigs and operate a pump, you know. Sure, <laughs> so, sure. So, yeah, there's a lot of contributing factors, and it's Wyoming. It's not California. This is this is like a – the history of Riverton is like a work camp town. I mean, yeah. <laughs> stop on the railroad, and it's not a place where people congregated for fun, you know, like Oregon or California, you know. Or, right, right. Anyway. But it can be fun, and we're having fun. Yes. And the skate park's helping. And, yeah. Uh, and, and anyway. And it was kind of a catalyst for more things. I think yeah. you showed a lot of people in this town that 
you can dream something. And even if we don't participate in the skate park, like it just does something like there were some dreamers and they did that. And then we get the splash pad and then we, whoever knows what's ever, what maybe hospital, like we don't know what's going to be next. So. Yeah. Yeah. People are believing in the place. It's, mm-hmm. it's good. And I've noticed a, a change and um, better shout out to, to uh, captain Eric Murphy at, because he was a big supporter of it, and Chief Broadhead before him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the police force has been really supportive, and they, they uh, Eric Murphy did an article in the Ranger about how much less crime there is in city parks since the, the park was built, and that's pretty humbling. And I don't see what I used to see when right. I'm out there. Right, it, right. It's it's just it's just a cleaner cleaner place. It is. And, yeah, it, what I was going to say is it was pretty heartbreaking when when I saw the, the response from the skateboard community. Like, there was such a good response from the rest of the community. Yeah. But, you know, people don't really know a lot about that, and there's, you know, there was a lot of, like, rumors and things that, that hurt. Um, but now there's, like, a whole new generation of kids who – this is the one they're growing up with. Right. It's been there four years now. It's mm-hmm. built in 2015 or 14. Anyway, and it's it's just so cool. These kids are, are loving, loving it, and they're good. And it's yeah. like, it's like uh, they are, they're skating in a place that is, like, it's a world-class skate right. park. Yep. And um, we hold these competitions where people are coming from, neighboring states and all over the state to compete and some of them say it's the best park they've ridden and so it's like yes okay it's just going to be a matter of time right before people get used to this right right so it's feeling better now i'm pretty energized and i'm getting more involved this year with events and things and you guys have a couple events coming up correct exactly yeah we have uh the kids are excited we've been organizing a uh, a jam event, like not really a, it's just a get together, a party with music, and um, it's April eighteenth, Saturday. Um, we're not really fundraising for any big cause, uh, but there is a new, you know, the CWSA and this. I guess they want to call themselves the Rats, oh. and it's it's uh yeah, it's kind of kind of a fraction offshoot of the the club. Um, and we'll see where that goes, but they're they're wanting to do some graphics and shirts and cool. events, and so uh, yeah, that's they're uh, I, I'm excited for that. See what these kids want to do. When you talk about the adult component, but really like everybody from our little boys up can be at the skate park and use it, and so maybe talk about kind of um, the different things that people can do there because there's a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, you can go there and you can see. I'm a watch. Like, I'm a spectator. <laughs> right. And they do have benches there that yes. look like skateboards. Yes. They are a little uncomfortable. I'd bring a stadium chair because they're made of concrete, but they are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, those were done by Kelly Casper Concrete here in Riverton. Pretty awesome. And from sitting on those, you can almost see every spot on, speaking from my kid being down there, you can watch him from everywhere on one of those benches, which is a pretty, I mean, not that it's a big skate park, but I mean, it's nice to have that peace of mind that you can, you know, eventually you might not be able to see his whole body, but there you see his helmet coming or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you got him. <laughs> yeah. Um, we we want to do some 
lessons in June, like mm-hmm. every Saturday in June. And, uh, you know, the park can be look look really intimidating. There's a lot of huge ramps, and um, it, it it's a pretty fast park, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the, the elevation changes are, are quite fast. And so, uh, but there are also parts of the park that are good. There's a lot of flat, and mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a couple little rollers and not-so-steep hills um, that you can... You can go on. It's just, yeah, it's 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 rough if it's pretty crowded. You can you can get hurt, <laughs> collisions. There's some blind spots, but that's how it is. Just use it at your own risk. But with it being crowded, I mean, the experienced kids, the kids that are there all the time, you can't. They're so nice. I mean, they see a little come up or someone that you can tell is a novice or out of town, and they they, they give them their space, and then they make sure they do their run. You know, and it's works both ways. But they great group of kids that you have down there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, that's the most of the time I get that positive report. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's always a few bad apples in every group. Yeah. But they, that's, you know, there's usually a reason for that, and it's not the kid's fault. You know, right. It's in my experience. So, yeah, it's there to, uh, the more adults we have, the better, you know. Right. And, and even if you're not skating, just being there and just clapping, you know, or whatever if some teenager does something awesome. I mean, they love, they love spectators. So yeah, they come alive when we do these events. It's cool. Some of the th- um, some of the things I've seen people do there. There was a young woman there, probably high school age last year, and I was just blown away by the things she could do on her skateboard. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like it's, so, it's so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Most um, like, it, well, the girl, female skateboarding movements like really taking off it's it's awesome we have three four motivated girls that are skating now at the park and and like i don't know you can just see it it blowing up with the olympics skateboarding's in the olympics this year there's an all-girl team really oh, wow. yeah yeah tokyo doing it so cool yeah um and yeah there's just there's it, it's for everybody it's only growing skateboarding it's right. started in the 70s 60s late 60s and it's never died. It's just growing. I'm a longboard kind of person, like because yeah. there's a lot of stability and I can't <laughs> fall as easily. Yeah, yeah. I love longboarding too. Actually, <laughs> the, the electric ones, like, <laughs> but those things don't necessarily work in the skate park. <laughs> well, I'm seeing Paul Bailey going cruising on the lo- on the electric longboard. On the electric, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's all over town on that thing. It's awesome. On the Shannon <laughs> um, Watts has one too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Got a child. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. I have such bad balance. It would be, it would not be good. <laughs> I, well, I think they have bigger tires, right? Yeah. So they, ha- so the balance isn't as big of an issue. Oh, okay. Yep. It's not like a, a regular skateboard. Like they have like the big kind of off roady. Yeah. And the wider your stance is, the more balance you have. The more you bend your okay. knees, the more. Yeah. And so longboards are easier to do that. Yeah. I might get something out of the June camps rather than my son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and I, um, like Cooper started riding his bike last year and he would ride over there cause we'd go do the splash pad and then do that big V. And, um, he was really interested in it, but I don't know. So I don't know anything. Like <laughs> I just needed Matt to be there and he could have showed him around. <laughs> Well, that's the thing with 
Ethan, he got a scooter, and I'm like, where can you ride a scooter that is not going to make, brrr, you know, noises? And you, the parking lots are so bumpy. So we started doing the skate park, and he, he loves it. He's taken after it, and I just can't believe, like, some of the drops that he does or I'm sitting there panicking and he just whooshes down there and I'm just like, ah, it's so, so neat. And well, it's neat that the skate park is set up for scooters or skateboards or BMX bikes. Yeah. It's all wheels. All wheels. Welcome. Yeah. That's neat. I'm a slide down my butt kind of person. Same here. I, I, I've done that a few times. When he needs help, I sc- scoot, scoot, scoot down there or try yeah. to figure out the fastest way down to him. Anyway. Well, I, I'm glad we're talking. I'm glad I'm talking with you guys. You were, yeah. Kaya, you were working at the bank yep. when we were doing that. That was, that was you fun. You were a big help trying yep. to get, you know, secure some funding for that. And Bethany, you were always friends with my wife. and Yeah. Couldn't do it without my wife. Shout out to Bronwyn. Yes. Big well, support. I think that, like, it's even the cool thing how she supports the skate park, but then now she's supporting a skate park in the backyard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she really is just a all-around hero of um, skating. Does she, she is, skate yeah. herself? No. She yeah. she uh, she now roller skates with yeah. the cherry bombs, so it's only a matter of time. Just watch but, those no. legs. <laughs> I don't think she'll be skating. I just... She's tried enough times. And but your daughter does. Lucy yeah, yeah. Lucy kills Lucy's it. Lucy's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Lucy's been skating since she was three, and she's still into it. Is George interested? A, l- a little bit. He's yeah. a little more apprehensive. He's yeah. taken a spill and a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He just didn't gravitate it, gravitate to it as much. Yeah. Lucy will be, like, in the Olympics. <laughs> we'll see. She'll be that person <laughs> saying, I've been skating since I was three. My dad... <laughs> Help build a skate park in my city park and, and in my backyard <laughs> and in my backyard. Do the do the kids get on the one in the backyard? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They love that. It just it's less intimidating and sure. Yeah, I guess it's probably like scaled down a little bit. That kind of makes sense. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's a way better place for beginners and um, but anyway, that's <laughs> um, thing. And then uh, I I had a thought, but it went away. So if a kid, um, I'll go with my thought, um, if is uh, you have a child and they can't make it to the, or even adult, if they can't make it to the camps, you know, that you're offering, do you guys offer, like, if they reach out to you on Facebook or through your email or whatever and be like, hey, can you show me the ropes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Central Wyoming Skateboarding Association on Facebook. You can send a message and, uh, yeah, we'll get back to you on just a meeting time and if we want to work out lessons, you know, we can have some time when I, I can meet you and nice. meet a kid and, and uh, a parent and teach Are they uh, looking for volunteers and stuff right now, or do you know kind of where the club is at? Um, I think we have enough support to do what we want to do this year. Um, it's mostly parents of some of the most motivated kids, but we'd welcome anybody More else. Always, yep. Yeah, send us a message. I always like to go, and whenever we're at the park, I like to go if there's garbage pickup around there and yeah, get the thanks. kids to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's That's been a huge, huge part of it. Um, yeah. Well, and you guys have kept it cleared out this winter from snow and all that <laughs> kind of stuff, right? Yep, a little, yeah. a little portion, speaking yeah. from experience. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's uh, even in the wintertime, the skaters got to skate. Yeah. You know, they're all in the wintertime wanting an indoor space and that's a whole beast, you know. Uh, that yeah. Sure. You deal with all the 
the renting or the viability and and the water and the heat and Mm. (laughs) it goes on and on and then insurance and you know the only time they really survive is when you run them like a business right which then the kids can't how many skaters are in town how do you keep it they don't even hardly survive in salt lake and you got to make them wear helmets and the insurance costs and sure kids want to skate the thing about skateboarding is like you can do it when you want how you want and you don't have to be on a team and you don't have to follow all these you know <laughs> a baseball diamond's got to be built exactly here and here and right, there's right, all right. rules and skateboarding man you, it's it's celebrated if you do it weird you know yeah <laughs> it's like that was a cool style <laughs> so a lot of kids like that more and if you if you cram them into an indoor space it it's tougher then there's walls but to run it's into. It's Wyoming, and yeah, we we, we shovel snow. Yeah. yeah, and there's walls. <laughs> I've hit a wall or two in Denver and Salt Lake. Yeah. Or a pillar. Pillar, you know? yeah. Man, those pillars. <laughs> they don't need them, really. <laughs> Bethany wants to take this pillar out. I do. Here. I haven't figured out how to do it. Everybody keeps telling me it's a necessity pillar. I wonder what County Taylor say if she's in here with a, with a, with a sawzall. <laughs> <laughs> Could you see it now? Makes the headlines. Yeah. <laughs> Bethany decided this pillar was a fit. No. <laughs> I just want a round table in here. I think it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> Heck yeah. I, I'm really impressed with. And Porter's was a huge part of the skate park, too, weren't they? Well, yeah. They, they came in at the end with some real money and let us use their excavator for the whole build, which was huge and it was a good wow. one so mm-hmm. that was great yeah and Shout out to they do so much like this is th- they are the ones who helped put this um studio together oh cool and so they've just they just are always there th- for the community i yeah. feel like so yeah and don't be turned off they they help people who are serious uh you know a lot of a lot of businesses get hit up all the time here it's mm-hmm. it's a fundraising community and I'd say it'd be harder to find businesses in town who didn't support the skate park. Right. I mean, I mean yeah, you know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what, yep. I can go through the list. The list is huge. Yep. Um, well, and, and, and Porter's was one that's like, yeah, we get a lot of, a lot of people hitting us up. But then when the snowball got rolling, man, they stepped up big. And most, most businesses are that way. It's like, right. Yeah. They want to see. They got to see that you're serious, yeah. that you're actually going to do something good. Yeah. And money talks, and sometimes you have to get that money in strange ways. And it, it, you know, what's funny is like going into it, I had all these ideas of where the money would probably come from, you know. And it, it just isn't ever the way you think. I mean, it, yeah. Anyway, I didn't get money from the places where I thought I was going to get money, and money but came from out of the woodworks and strange places. And fell when it needed to be there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that too. Yep. It's like. There were times when the project seemed hopeless and, and I just, you know, we weren't going to make a deadline on a matching grant or um, just this municipality isn't supporting the way we thought or these oil companies, you know, and it's like, what do we do? And there, every time it was like, it seemed hopeful. And my partner, Chris McNeil, getting cancer and having to go to Salt Lake and back and then moving there. And I felt, uh, didn't feel alone because there were still people coming to meetings and stuff, but it was, it was rough. And, but every time it got really rough, it just seemed like a miracle. Somebody would come out of nowhere with, with some real volunteer help or a really great idea. And sometimes those were kids, right? It was, it was, it was meant to be. It just seemed like it never, never stopped progressing. It's cool. 
pretty cool what kids are capable of if we just allow them to be kids. Totally. I, can I just say I love this new generation of yeah. kids? Like, <laughs> I'm pretty excited. I think they're going to be, just forget the millennial uh, generation. There's maybe. so much negativity. Like mine too. I'm, I'm one. Yeah. Like it is what it is. <laughs> you listen to them and, and they're so like funny for one. Like I, I find this new, well, I think sarcasm is probably the most intelligent form of humor because you, <laughs> yeah. you have to well, know thank you, Matt. why I it's sarcastic. It. <laughs> you know, you have to know, like, if you're going to say the opposite of something, you have to know that, well, anyway. Yeah. But kids, kids are really sarcastic these days. Yeah. And it's funny mm. as heck to me. <laughs> and they're all on TikTok and I'm yeah. still trying to catch up. <laughs> anyway, they're capable of a lot. You just got to listen and let them go. And yeah. I mean, they can Google everything. They're smart. Yeah. They, they're used to like, oh, what's that? Google it. Know it. And yeah. Why'd you uh, ask that question? Just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's being stored. I can tell they're intelligent. Sure. It's storing in there. Because they're sponges when they're young. So if you're Googling everything when you're young, you learn it actually. Like, oh, anyway. That's a good point. When our brains are still pliable. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if that's science, but it seems true to me it's the science of the <laughs> Tamecast studio <laughs> yeah it's a laboratory now yeah <laughs> so do you guys do like one big competition a year or have, what have you guys started doing um we so i was doing like three or four a year for like i think 2005 2014 even before the park opened to 2017 i was doing three or four a year and that was too much. I learned, I mean, s skateboarding is not a competitive thing, and that's what people generally like about it. You can have a competition, but it's weird. It's like it, it brings out the ego in, uh, in some people and this competitive kind of who's better than who attitude, and that's really not the vibe of skating on a day-to-day -day basis. Because you are trying to learn from each other and get better off yeah. of what you've seen. Yeah, yeah and you kind of get into I never the, thought about that. the hype and the inspiration of, of just being out there and, and getting motivated from your friends. And when you start making them compete, I don't know, there was just some, some cockiness that came out and things that turned me off quite a bit. And I thought, man, these are better sparingly. Like, less is more hmm. when it comes to these. And so, um, plus I... You know, uh, when the park was built, like I had my new first child and <laughs> a new career and a new home, first time homeowner. So it's been a lot. The volunteer service, I um, it had to take a break too. There was more reasons, but now it's like, yeah, one competition a year seems right, and then we'll do these jams and oh. I owe you guys for having me on. I owe you guys a little present here. Oh. <laughs> I pulled them out of my wallet so it looks like they're more valuable than they are. But Nice. Here, Kaya and Bethany are your first Stoke tickets. <laughs> so what do we get to do with these? You can, uh, you can come to a jam. We'll have two jams a year, usually spring and fall. We got one on April 18th. And you can, um, every kid at the beginning of the, of the event will get probably 10 Stoke tickets. And they're basically raffle tickets. But instead of having like a panel of judges, this authoritative, like judging you kind of thing, 
kids, like older kids can give their stoked tickets to younger kids when they get stoked. Stoked in skating is like you're pumped up to skate. You see something that makes you want to skate or just gets you hyped or happy Mm -hmm. or whatever you'd say. And so if someone gets you stoked, you give them a stoked ticket. So everyone's kind of giving each other these. And we encourage the, the older guys to give them to the younger kids and make sure they get stoked tickets. And meanwhile, through the whole event, there's a big table of all these prizes donated by the community and paid for with donated funds. And we have, you know, jars and you can write your name on the back of a stoke ticket and put in in whatever prize you want. Mm -hmm. If you want that hoodie, you could put five stoke tickets in that and it might increase your chance of getting that hoodie. So we have some real currency here for some kid that like (laughs) impresses us. Yeah. Or some adult that's brave enough to get on a skateboard. (laughs) Yeah, well... You guys stoked me out for having me here. <laughs> so you guys get a stoke ticket, and uh, you can write anybody's name on the back of it. And we're giving them throughout the year, and I've got stoke tickets now in the hands of leader skaters in Cheyenne and Laramie and Casper now. So oh, hopefully eventually Jackson. So it's Jackson. kind of a bi- uh, pay-it-forward, kind of like in, totally. a, in some respect. It's a pay-it-forward kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you mentioned currency. It's like... It's like Bitcoin for skaters. Yeah, it's like, I like it. <laughs> we have our own little money exchange. We need some now. of those uh, fiduciary um, <laughs> facilities that they're trying that they got passed last year yeah. <laughs> for yeah. stoke tickets. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. I mean, we, we did one in Laramie. It was, it was mostly um, it was kind of a brainstorming thing between me and me and Jeff. But it was um, I mean, sorry, Josh, Josh Kaffer and Laramie mostly came up with the idea. But I've been running with it and designed these. They were just on tickets and and i came up with the idea to have them throughout the year so they can earn stoke tickets maybe on online competitions you know whoever posts a video of them doing this trick on this first person to do it gets five stoke tickets you can bring them to the event and it's it's sort of a mysterious thing i'm actually talking about it too much yeah but if you want to know you can hashtag this eventually hashtag stoke tickets or hashtag skate wyoming and you can see this stuff on instagram Super, and you're like expecting it to be an entire statewide kind of thing then i see it taken off yeah yeah, yeah i mean that's fantastic that sounds I, yeah. really, well and I, I i like the way you're describing the competitions how it kind of gets ego and stuff this is the opposite where it's like you're still competing but it's just by being a good person kind of thing and totally. doing cool skateboard things and, yeah 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 i was gonna say it was so successful in laramie um from the adults and the kids i haven't seen an event a skating event that positive maybe ever i mean cool. really it was it was awesome so um and and i think the more it gets out into the state the more kids start to believe in it like it's legit if these guys are coming from casper and they come with stoke tickets mm-hmm. and, you know it's kind of a funny thing but kids when they see something bigger than their own community it um, it's i i don't know we've had guys come in they ride for um, they ride for a little board company in Casper. I mean, it's it's LMTD, and it's just a group of friends. But when they come, if they give a kid an LMTD board, sure. they're pro. In their mind, they are like yep. these pro skaters. It's And so Riverton's an awesome hub because we're getting skaters from Cody, getting skaters from Cheyenne, Jackson, and they'll – you know, it's sort of on the way. If they're going to school in Laramie or something, they'll stop and skate. But it's right in the center of town, easy to find. Exactly. It's no more than like three hours away from any of these places. Mm-hmm. Um, four hours if you're talking Cheyenne. But anyway, it's it's a meeting place, and they're, they're 
these really good skaters are skating with people who they wouldn't otherwise skate with. And Riverton's sure. sort of the, the just the hub of that. And so when we throw an event here, it's been awesome to see so much support from people coming in from all over. So for a state that has winter, unlike California and whatnot, do we have a pretty strong um, skateboard community then? Like it kind of sounds like to me you're saying a lot of these towns. So It's growing, and um, it's been – I know it has potential to be big because it was like there was so many skaters when that old park was there. I remember yeah. there was a time you could go and there was like 25 to 30 skateboarders. Like I've got footage of it. It was so awesome just on a random summer day. And we're not quite there yet, but I never see include, it empty though. If, yeah. If <laughs> you include bikers, scooters, skateboarders, I don't know, regulars, there's probably 25 pretty regular people that are there, kids and, and young adults that are there every other day probably or at least once a week. Um, but then if you include all the older guys who used to skate and they're still there and pick up a board once in a while and come out, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. So so on these, your jams and the competition, do you have like an age limit to start at? Uh, no, not for the jams. It's like totally open. There's not really any rules. I mean, if it's a really crowded event, we'll probably say, eh, let's, you know, this is starting to get dangerous. Why don't we have, we'll get on the microphone and say for the next 10 minutes, you know, 8 to 12 group, age group. Um, so, yeah. Does that answer your question? It does. Yeah. 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 Oh, for the competitions, we have an 8 to 12, a 13 to 17, and an 18 and up, like, group. And probably, and that'll be uh, July 11th, we'll have that. And that's like a real competition. We'll have four expert skaters as judges from different communities, so it's not biased. And we have the park separated in zones. And each judge will be on that zone, so they're not having to look at everything going on. Mm -hmm. um, it's working out pretty well, and I think a lot of people have noticed our competitions are pretty legitimate. Like, yeah. the people who win deserve to win and nice. in each age group. And so, yeah, it's just been growing every year. I just don't know how you guys ever – I mean, I know you guys have, like, what you're looking for, but they all are so impressive to me. I'm always just blown yeah. away. What? <laughs> yeah, what can look like one trick and then two tricks can look almost identical to the average person or right. people who don't skate, but a skater knows that that trick was way harder than that <laughs> trick. Sure. Like, so, yeah, you got to know what you're doing if you're judging skating. Yeah. Yep. It's still a hard thing to judge because, you know – it, a lot of it comes down to style, and mm -hmm. and there's so many different ways to ride, and and ways it's it's more of an art form. It's it's an expression of yourself, and why you choose to do this is because something inside you. And it's not to say that that's a better way to skate than another way to skate. Sure, it's the way the individual expresses themselves. So it's a hard thing to judge, and that's I don't like competitions to be honest. <laughs> that's but, why you're going to the jams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and. Uh, and we just do them sparingly, probably one a year. And you know, I, yeah, go ahead. And then the lights, um, will they be on again this summer? Do you know? Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. that was pretty cool last year because they got left on. So it was to like nine o'clock, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, they go Friday. off at uh, ten actually. Ten. ten. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it was pretty late. So we put a timer on it so it goes off at ten. Yep. So that's. I think that's so fantastic because it's. Um, there's definitely a lot more events going on in the park all the time. And so it's just cool that the skate park is always open. It doesn't matter what's going on. Even snow doesn't 
stop yeah. you guys. You <laughs> still, the lights are on now. It's 20 degrees. And you, I saw kids last night. I saw three kids last night after dark skating. So it's like. They probably I feel a lot better than me. I have all this seasonal depression from our cold <laughs> winter. That like the kids out there skating are probably like ah. Yeah, hopefully uh, maybe skateboarding cures coronavirus too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Yeah, it does make you feel better. It's, yeah. I can't. My wife probably why she supports me. She knows what happens when I don't skate. <laughs> it's like I gotta get out and do that. Uh, that's fantastic. So. So, Matt, how did you get into skateboarding? That was many years ago. <laughs> I got into skateboarding kind of late, actually. I, I'd say I was 16, and <laughs> I had a girlfriend that skated, and <laughs> she could heel flip, and I was really jealous. And so started skating with her, and then the Tony Hawk games came out, and it was, like, too cool. It was just that game was, like, perfect timing. And so I bought a board and fell in love with it like it just I was already into I guess things that were more self-driven I didn't like team sports and um I was so into like music and hacky sack uh, and you know which is very similar you're using your feet and eye hand coordination and and I was never really good at that either (laughs) embarrassingly freaky good at it it's like oh that's that's helpful No, it still is actually kind of meditative. Oh, sure, sure. On my resume. <laughs> That's yeah. like so nineties. <laughs> no, yeah, like went to Primus concerts and learned hacky yeah. sack. That was my thing. Um, but uh, yeah, skating just kind of fit in with exactly how my personality was, and then I'd say it it gave me something to focus on, and um, just gave me something to do. It really kept me out of trouble. Honestly, it, um, I had a group of really good friends I did it with and we skated every day. I mean, if you, and then when I was a young adult, like I could take a college class or two and then go to a skate park and make friends. And, you know, it was just a, you know, it was, it, it's still to this day, something I just got to do. I just love it. I can't stop. It doesn't, it's just in my bones. So, well, and I think it's kind of cool because, um, like, typically the stereotype is that skater kids are bad or naughty or something like that. But I, I think it almost sounds the opposite where it, like, focus, focuses people. And so they aren't – because they're trying to get better. They're trying to do that trick that you did – this guy tries to learn the trick you did last week so that he can be better. So it yeah. gets, like, that individual drive that you don't always see everywhere in society. Yeah. Yeah, I think skating, you know, kind of got a bad reputation in the 80s, and there was a lot of, you know, just sort of this bad attitude that they had, and it was a, it was a few select groups of, of pros that sort of rebelled against the commercialization of skating, mm. and, and, and it started, you know, I don't know, and that, it's always been sort of a counter thing. It can be a rebellion it can be a, an outlet for getting into trouble, but it's not all of them. That's for sure. Right. There, there's a whole, especially now. I mean, it's just it's a really supported thing. There's skate parks all over the place, and and it's you know it's going to be in the Olympics, and it's been in the X Games, and there's um, every Taco Bell commercial has skateboarding in it. You know, it's like <laughs> it's just a big uh, it's a bigger thing now, and it doesn't have that negative 
stigma as much as it used to. And you guys really work hard to keep the park as clean, like, as possible as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm proud. I mean, we've had only three graffiti incidences. They've been small, and the kids have helped clean it up every time. So, Because they have a sense of pride. Yeah, it's their definitely. Park. Yep. It's their park. Yep. Did you have any more? I think I'm good. All right. Um, and then you guys have a Facebook website. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, where not do people a website. Fi- no website, just no Facebook. Website, just Facebook and we're going to launch an Instagram pretty soon. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's been, I like Instagram better now. You, well, you can do both <laughs> at the same time. Like, it's not as, <laughs> but yeah. I, I feel like you guys could have a lot of content then that yeah, you could put up. Yeah, we're, we want to launch it with, like, five good videos and and yeah. uh, a recruitment video for the, uh, the, the, sorry, skateboard lessons we're doing every Saturday in June, and uh, hopefully we can get some more people skating. I think that'll help. And these are great kids. They're just, there's a, there's just these five or six teenagers who I'm just so happy with. They are such good natural leaders and kids are just, they work with the younger kids and they're, the kids want what they have, whatever vibe they're bringing, whatever energy do they bring, they bring to the skate park. Everybody kind of wants a piece of it. Sure. It's sweet. So everybody should go check out the skate park. I think the weather's supposed to be nice this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll be out there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, Matt. Thank you guys for having me. I love the podcast. It's great. Today's Local Lady Show is brought to you by Teton Therapy. Located all across Fremont County in Lander and Riverton, but also in Sheridan and Cheyenne, Wyoming. And with this beautiful weather that is finally here. We never (laughs) thought we would see spring in Wyoming. Um, Make sure you get out and enjoy that sunshine and walks are a great way to start, but make sure to watch where you're walking with the freezing temperature still at night. There's still that unknown ice that's hiding out from the day of being melting and going yes. everywhere and it, and it can hide like it, sometimes it just looks like a puddle but it's a little slick it's a little <laughs> slick so yeah and if you do happen to fall and tweak something call one of our four clinics um and get a free consultation riverton at least is 857-7074 lander 332-2230 and we can get you in and get like i said a free 30 minute consult and you guys take insurance we do take insurance we also do self-pay and you know we offer um, direct access where you don't always need a doctor's referral um just depends on your insurance most cases but yeah and the injury probably and the injury actually no the injury not so much but <laughs> definitely insurance insurance is our biggest driver unfortunately in life <laughs> but yeah come in and um see us for that free 30 minute consult need to run your insurance we can run it right then get back to you and say this is what you owe or don't owe and go from there so go visit them at 